Ooh, y'all, it is a beautiful morning. Good morning, everyone. And thank you for joining me for this podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my last podcast entitled What Gratitude Looks Like. Um, At the end of that podcast, I did mention that I wanted to talk about triggers. So um, this particular podcast will be possibly not entitled triggers. We don't know the title yet, but I do want to define some of the triggers, some of my triggers, um, and hopefully this helps you. Um, So I have been on a journey. I've been on a lot of journeys, y'all, but one journey in particular is weight loss journey. Um, So my mother, um, actually a lot of the women in my family are diabetic, um, high blood pressure. They suffer from so many comorbidities. Um, Comorbidity is... um, some an ailment so it's an additional ailment and usually is brought on by uh possibly obesity so for me um my diabetes and my high blood pressure was brought on by um weight gain from um pregnancy and then not uh fit being physically active after pregnancy um so anyways i am currently diabetic and i did suffer from high blood pressure. Um, so I was on a weight loss, weight loss journey. I've been doing this journey for a while and through the journey, I have lost mm, 70 pounds, 70, about 70 pounds, um, maybe 75. And, um, I was really doing really well. I'm talking about, it was just falling. And then I started slipping back into some of my old habits. And what I noticed about me was I have certain triggers and those triggers um, would cause me to relapse or would cause me to do things that are typically comfortable for me. So um, some of one, one trigger that I can say is um, stress. So when I get stressed, I like to eat. And, you know, some people sleep, some people drink, some people, people do, it's a lot of different variations (laughs) to stress. And it's a lot of different, um, I guess, um, ways that you can potentially relieve your stress. But one of mine is, um, eating and, um, I would, I mean, I would eat a lot y'all, not, not, not like a whole pizza a lot, but, a lot where I'm over full. I could never eat a whole pizza or a half pizza, but I would eat myself till I was, I would eat so much that I would be sick. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I was unconsciously eating. So I didn't realize that I, that's something that I was doing. I also didn't realize that that was helping me to gain weight. I just didn't know. And it sounds really crazy. How do you not know? But I I really, really, honestly, I, I, I wasn't aware of it. So when I started the weight loss journey and I really had to be cautious and conscious about what I was eating, what I was putting in my body, whether it be liquids or solid food, um, also what I was doing to get the weight off, which was being active. You have to really, really have a conscious mindset of what you're doing and you have to be focused and driven, um, like intentionally driven to go in the right direction. And what I've learned is that 
I manage stress in the wrong way. So with this pandemic, um, originally I was, before the pandemic, y'all, I was at the gym every day. So even the weekends, like the only day I probably didn't go to the gym was Sunday. And then sometimes if there was a class at the gym that I wanted to take, we, I would still go to the gym. So, um, five, anywhere from five to seven days a week, I was at the gym. I'm talking about faithfully sometimes twice a day, um, five in the morning. And then when my kids got out of school so that they can go, we would go back to the gym together. And it really helped me. Now, what started this was stress. I had a breakup. We've been together for a little bit. A little bit was two years. <laughs> and um, we were, I, I felt like he was really good for me. I felt like things were going in the right direction. I was happy to have him in my life. My children were really happy. Every, we, we, we did things together and things were just great. Like we really, really meshed well together. And I I love that. I love the thought of being loved. And things just started going sour. I mean, I I couldn't hold it together. I couldn't maintain the relationship. No matter how hard I tried, it was something that there was always some kind of friction. Um, He would be working so much and, you know, he wouldn't have time. We wouldn't go on dates. We, We started going on dates. I mean, we were on dates all the time. Every week, sometimes twice a week, we had dates. Um, those dates dwindled down to no dates. Like we, we were, we weren't going anywhere. Um, we would do things like, you know, cook together, grocery shop together. Um, we stopped doing that. We would talk every day, all day, you know, between on, on breaks or lunch breaks, or it didn't matter what it was. It was a text message. It was a phone call. It was just, it was lots of communication and that dwindled down to almost nothing. And it was always, well, I have to work or I have this and I have that. And I'll admit for me too, it was, well, I do have to work and I'll call you later. You know, you get tired and you get home from work. You, you don't necessarily call cause you forget. Um, And so it was just really bad. And when I called it quits was because I just couldn't continue to beat myself up and I couldn't continue to allow, allow the, the the relationship or the issues within the relationship to, um, get to me. So I figured it was time to call it quits. And I did when I called it quits, I was eating, I was drinking, I was just all kind of stuff. And, um, it was a rough time. So I decided I was going to really, really focus. And, um, a friend of mine, she said, maybe you should go to the gym. And I thought she was just straight crazy. No, that's not for me. (laughs) And I did. I went to the gym and y'all, I'm telling you, I was barely walking on treadmill. I was sweating, breathing hard, you know, all of that. And when I was done, I didn't think about him. Like I had no, like he was the last thing on my mind. The first thing on my mind was I'm so tired. I need a shower because I'm sweating and I want some water. (laughs) And then afterwards, by the time I got home and I think we had some chicken breast and some broccoli because there was nothing else I could do. I was just that tired. I had took a shower. We ate. Look, I, we were just flat out tired. It's time to go to bed. I didn't think about him. So I thought, well, let me keep going. And I went back to the gym. 
So that became a habit. It became literally a ritual. That's what I would do. I wouldn't eat in the morning. I would go to the gym in the morning. Um, and so I, I really figured out how to adjust my life to meet my needs. And at that time, my need was alleviating stress and the pain that I was going through from the breakup. And the gym was my happy place. I was there every day, like I said, sometimes two times, if not even three times a day sometimes. And I started dropping weight. First time ever that I started dropping more than five pounds. And I was really grateful. I was happy. I felt good about myself. Um, I was able to look at myself in the mirror, whereas before I wouldn't even look at me. It was years that I, I would walk by a mirror and I would do the best I could to not even catch a glimpse of me because I was just that disgusted with what I looked like, um, what I had become what I turned into, how I'd allow, you know, my weight and just, you know, just everything to get out of control. So this was my way of regaining control over my life and over my, my looks pretty much. Um, with that, I also had to alter how I ate, what I ate. I would measure my food. It was just a lot of things that I would do to, regain control over my life with that process my diabetes just really began to I I began to manage it really well so well to the point where I stopped taking medication Um, my my sugars were controlled and I didn't need um, diabetic medication my high blood pressure had um, it was just completely gone I I stopped uh, I think maybe within three months, possibly two to three months of, um, um, going to the gym, like consistently, I didn't need diet, uh, blood pressure medicine anymore. Like my blood pressure had, um, it gone, it had gone back to normal. And so things were really looking up, but, um, you know, you get comfortable. And so some of those habits, they are no longer habits. And, I started to put weight on again and I realized that I lost control and that I'd let some of those triggers start to um, seep in again and they started to trigger me to go in the wrong direction. Um, One of those triggers is definitely my mental state. So I, you know, and it's really hard to describe it because when you think of your mental status, it's so many different variations, but, um, specifically for me, stress now stress could be, I have children, stress could be in the form of being a parent. It could be, uh, about bills. It could be about the fact that we were without a car for a while. Like stress comes in so many different, uh, variations, but it was just stress. And, I felt like things were piling up on me. I felt like I was in that corner and I couldn't, I was like backed up in a corner and I was trying to claw myself out, claw my way out of the corner and I just couldn't get out of it. So I started to do what I usually do when I'm stressed or when I feel helpless, I started to eat again. And out of those 70 pounds that I lost, I put on maybe 25 pounds again. I'm going to say 30 just to cover any excess, but I put on like 30 pounds again. And, um, 
so with the pandemic, you know, gyms and all kind of stuff shut down. So I would exercise in my home and I was doing okay. Like I wasn't losing. I was just maintaining, which meant I wasn't doing enough. Um, but the good thing is I wasn't, I wasn't gaining. So I was happy with that, but then I started gaining and I mean, I started gaining slow increments, maybe one or two pounds. And then it just started listening. It just started hitting. And after a while I stopped exercising. So, um, I stopped my gym membership because they'd been closed for so long. Why am I still paying today? Um, actually yesterday I decided that, you know what? I I can't do this. So what triggered me yesterday was I haven't went to um, a restaurant. So like an all you can eat or a buffet style restaurant or like really like restaurant restaurant. I haven't went in two years. I stopped eating fast food, no McDonald's, no Burger King, like I'm not doing it. If I have to, I will stop at the grocery store. If I'm so hungry, like I need to go through a drive-thru, I will find a grocery store and I will go and get a rotisserie chicken, which is no carbs, and I'll eat that. Or I'll get a small salad or something, but I I refuse to go to a fast food restaurant. Well, my neighbor um, wanted to go to dinner yesterday. She wanted to go to a Vietnamese restaurant, and I was so happy to get to that restaurant. They have really healthy items, and, um, you know, just their food is really good, and and it's very inexpensive. So what? I was on board. Well, they're closed on Tuesday. And we didn't know that. So when we, everybody got ready and she's like, we're texting each other. You ready? Yeah, girl, I'm ready. So, um, we were literally about to get in the car and then I looked up the restaurant. Um, and so, cause she asked me the name of it. So I was going to text her the name. She, she, listen, she don't go nowhere without GPS. Okay. So I was going to text her the, um, share with her the address and the name of the restaurant so that she, if she needed to use her GPS she could and I looked and it said they were closed and she says no they're not closed I'm like no they are definitely closed so she's looking and then she calls and she says oh my god they are closed what are we gonna do now so um she wanted like uh sushi or um you know Asian cuisine so I said well how about we go and now this was my fault for suggesting this restaurant um but I said how about we go to the sushi restaurant now this particular sushi restaurant is all you can eat so you order it and they bring it to you the the gimmick is you gotta eat what you order if you don't they charge you extra for not eating the all of your food so um now I stopped going to this restaurant when I started the journey because rice is no no bueno like rice is not good and I had to literally cut everything that I like I had to eliminate it and I know that that sounds really harsh but if you are going to be focused and you're going to be driven to um, get to your goal, you got to go hard. And that was my heart. My heart was cutting it out. I would allow myself to have it every now and again, but it was not like it was before, like nowhere near it. And I literally cut out a lot of so many, almost 
everything that I liked. Fast food restaurants, going to restaurants, like everything, I cut it out. I cut it out because I couldn't measure my food. I don't know what they use to cook the food. I don't know all the ingredients that they put in the food. And it was really hard to maintain, to measure, and to ensure that I'm not overeating or that I'm staying within my, um, my, my specific caloric intake. So we get to this restaurant and I did the best I could, y'all. It was a hibachi and a sushi restaurant. I ordered a a serving of Mongolian beef, which is um, beef sauteed with um, green onions and onions and in like a spicy sauce. And then I ordered a hibachi, which was steak and shrimp with um, fried rice and uh, zucchini and broccoli. So I ordered that. I ate, I don't know. I try to, this sounds real crazy, but sometimes I would count my bites to make sure that, you know, um, I don't know. I felt like I I, I was making sure I wasn't eating too much. But um, anyway, I ate, the, the plate was a regular size plate. So it wasn't anything like ginormous. Actually, to be honest, it was a small serving. And, um... I ate half of it, so I, I probably ate a little bit less than half. I'm going to say close to, yeah, probably a little bit less than half, um, maybe a third or uh, a fourth of it. And then um, I had let way, not even at close to a half of the Mongolian beef. And the Mongolian beef was one of those really small plates, like... I don't even know how to explain it. Like one of those really small styrofoam plates, like a snack size um, plate. And I'd eaten less than half of that. So that was all I had. Um, I think I had one piece of sushi, one piece of sushi and literally a bite, like the tip of the spoon of uh, ice cream. And I was full which was good. That means that, you know, um, I, I'm still conscious and I'm still aware of how much I'm eating. So I, I, I did great, nothing to drink. Um, but after I left the restaurant, well, while I was at the restaurant, my stomach started hurting so bad. And the reason is I don't eat a lot of bread. I try to eliminate carbs. So when I eat rice or carbs or things like that, my tummy hurts. And I was so uncomfortable. I just went in the bathroom and I was, you know, like hurled over because I was in pain and everybody else was having a good time. And all I kept thinking was, Centuria, you work so hard. You work so hard to get where you are. You worked hard to eliminate diabetes or to, you know, manage your diabetes. You work hard to get rid of high blood pressure and you going back in the wrong direction. How could you like? how how and why why are you doing this why are you messing up all the progress that you've made and I thought about it well it was just one time it was just one time and you know that's something that we tell ourselves it's just one time and then you do it a second time okay okay just this time and you know then you do it another time and it literally becomes a way of life or it literally becomes a habit and I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be. You know how hard it is to, you know, get rid of high blood pressure? And I had high blood pressure for years. You know how hard, like maybe, oh, I want to say about 10 years. You know how hard it was to get rid of high blood pressure? Or how hard it was to, um, you know, decrease my um, A1C or, or my diabetes? 
diabetes to the point where I no longer need the help of uh, medicine or medication. Like, uh, people go years praying that they can, you know, reduce their medication or so that they can get rid of diabetes. And you do it in less than a year. Like you do it in some months. You do it in six months. You cry. Listen, so this morning I woke up and I couldn't sleep. I've, I've had a headache for about two weeks now, every day when I wake up. And, um, today was the day I decided to take control today. I, I cannot allow myself to go backwards in the other direction. I don't want to not be able to see me in the mirror. Cause I, I'm telling you, I couldn't see me. I wouldn't look at me. There was no smiles. There was no happiness. I didn't want to buy clothes. I just, I didn't want, I didn't like me. I did not like the centurion that stood in the mirror. I didn't like what I saw. And I don't want to go back there. I don't. So um, I can't, I can't go back there. To this morning, I called the gym and I told them that I wanted to resume my membership. I gave um, sister girl, <laughs> I gave sister girl my uh, debit card number, whatever information um, homegirl needed, gave it to her. And she says, well, you can come to the gym whenever you're ready. And um, I had some things I needed to do, but um, I'm going to the gym today and I have to turn this around. Those 30 pounds got to go. I can't do this. I don't want to be that person. I'm not that person. I worked so hard to get away from that person. I ran from that person for two years now. I've been running from that person, trying to get away from that person. And just for me to be going back to that person or walking no, I, I can't do that. That's not where I'm going. And, um, you know, things that those are triggers that I realize. I realize that I like to eat. I realize that in stressful situations, that's what I turn to. I run to food and um, you can't do that. What is it that you can do to alleviate that trigger or to um, overlook that trigger? And I say overlook, but you never really overlook that trigger. You just find an alternative method of dealing with that trigger. And for me, that is exercising. That's going to the gym. And I realize exercise makes me happy. And going to the gym, it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. And I want that back. I have to go and get it. So at this point, y'all, I'm on a I'm on a mission. Like I'm running towards happiness. I'm running towards freedom. Um, and when I say freedom, my freedom is no longer being diabetic. My freedom is no longer having high blood pressure. My freedom is the freedom of living my life unapologetically. And before I had to apologize because I couldn't do certain things. I couldn't eat certain things. I couldn't partake in certain activities because of my health conditions. And when I was free from those, you know, no, no blood pressure medication, um, not needing to have certain attention, um, medical attention that is, um, you know, less frequently going to the doctor's office or having the doctor say, oh, you've done a great job. You know, your, um, your health is doing much better. They never told me that before. It was always, oh, you know, uh, well, you gained some weight, you know, if you could, uh, start walking. Maybe if you just start walking, like it was always a way of putting it nicely, girl, you too fat. 
and it's time for you to lose some of this weight. So that's where I stand. And <laughs> um, my triggers, you know, and I, I know you have triggers too. Everybody has them. What can you do to, and I, what's an alternative method for you? Where, how can you reduce those triggers so that they no longer trigger you? And if we, we'll, if we are honest with ourselves, I don't think that our triggers really go away. Like at some point in time, I think that they're always there. Like they, they never go away, but you learn how to manage them. You learn how to not allow them to trigger you just because it's a trigger doesn't mean it has to trigger you. And, um, I had to learn that the hard way. Um, I, I had to learn that when I'm triggered, I allow my triggers, one of my triggers to trigger me into eating and whether it's, um, you know, eating a lot of fast food, which I still don't do, but, um, I would go and just partake in stuff. I shouldn't just do, listen, just do what I shouldn't do. We try, I'm trying to, I'm really trying y'all on this podcast to set it up and make it look nice. But if we really going to be honest, I will go and do stuff that I shouldn't do. I was eating stuff that I shouldn't eat. And it was because it made me feel good. Anything that would make me feel good. I liked doing it. I like doing it. So that was one of my triggers, something that made me feel good. I'm feeling bad. So I want to feel good. What can I do that makes me feel good? No matter whether it's bad, whether it's harmful to me, I did it. And eating is one of them. Overeating is one of them. And we're not, this is not even a new year's resolution. I think people make those resolutions and you know, somewhere before the end of January, they don't stick with them, but that's not me. I don't do new year resolutions. I do, um, life changes and I want to go back in the opposite direction. I want to fall in love with me. I want to be happy with who I am. I want to be healthy and I want to be secure. And that's where I'm going. So if you have any of those triggers, what, what are they? What triggers you? What does it look like when you're, you, when you're triggered? Do you overeat? Um, some people have sex, some people drink, some people smoke, I guess drug, they do drugs different. I was going to say weed, but some people do different drugs. What is it? What, tell me, what is it look, what does it look like for you? What do you do? Um, how do you manage it? If you have realized that you have those triggers and um, you've learned how to control them or manage them, what's your alternative method? Um, I would love to hear from some of you guys um, or my listeners. Um, you can email me at heymillionairemommy at yahoo.com and um, just send me an email and let me know what triggers you. Um, you can also check me out on YouTube at The Millionaire Mommy. And last but not least, um, my social media, which is Instagram at Hey Millionaire Mommy. So um, come on, get a hold of me. Let me know what triggers you. Let me know if this message resonated with you in some kind of way. Let me know if you're like me. Um, 
So I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. And as always, I sincerely appreciate each and every one of you for taking time out of your day and just listening to me and hopefully, um, you know, messaging me and interacting with me. I love that I have this platform and that I'm able to reach so many people. So hopefully I hear from some of you and you know what? You got this. If I got it, you got it. Have a great day, everyone.